Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Stocks have gotten roughed up as of late, and I'm still going with the Dow Theory on this one, and I believe we will retest those June 16th lows. Those lows we put in mid-June just didn't feel like a stock market washout. Didn't have the characteristics that we would normally see at a stock market bottom, where everybody throws in the towel and gives up. And this brings us to the topic we're talking about today, the Family Investment Club. Why not kick things off when stocks are on sale and getting the kids involved too? I'm Andy Gersher, and this is Gaines. Let's bring on Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. And be sure to check out his blog, blueworldam.com. Matt, always great to have you on the Gaines Podcast. Hey, I'm always flattered when you invite. And a fun topic that we're talking about today is the Family Investment Club. As mentioned in the lead, markets have been on the decline the last handful of trading sessions Always a great time to start an investment club when stocks are on sale. Well, it's a great time just because right now things are low. And you and I have talked about for years how when the market needs a buyer, be a buyer. As far as just getting things started, and and we want to talk, this could be families, this could also be friends. We always talk families because we want to get... Uh, you know, also the kids involved in this so they can learn along the way. And then uh, from our conversations in the past, too, you've always used the Family Investment Club as long-term, multi-generational wealth building. You're correct. Anybody can, and in my estimation should, (laughs) get involved in an investment club because I always believe that more heads are better than mine. Uh, But the concept of a family investment club is a little bit different in that uh, it's a little more formal. It should consider uh, additional levels of sophistication that get into things like estate planning and succession planning. But ultimately, it's about making sure that wealth does not get handed off to a generation that doesn't understand how it was built, how to maintain it, and how to grow it. Uh, There are just way, way too many examples out there of the riches to rags stories because a subsequent generation simply didn't have the training in how to understand, manage, and grow the wealth that they inherited. And 
uh, again, having come from a similar situation uh, to that growing up, my wife and I both committed ourselves to the idea that we would never leave our children uh, or our grandchildren in that situation. So we did. We started the concept of the family investment club around all of those other levels of, of sophistication that we talked about. And we want to make sure that, well, frankly, that they know how to take care of us when we're too old to do it. Yeah, that's pretty good. And actually, you know, another nice thing about the Family Investment Club uh, is parents end up learning with their children. Uh, the kids learn life or skills they can use for the rest of their lives so they can properly take care of uh of you when you get older. Um, but how do you get that conversation started? How did it, it start with you guys? I know you've been doing a, a, a family investment club since your kids were really, really young. How do you get the thing started? How's, how does that initial conversation uh, take place? Well, the initial conversation is uh, ultimately is between mom and dad. And sometimes mom and dad already have this knowledge and sometimes they don't, it's a great excuse to seek that kind of knowledge and education because uh, even if you're not an active investor yourself, chances are you have a 401k somewhere or some other type of retirement plan that might be being remotely managed. This is a really, really good excuse for mom and dad to go out, get a little education of their own do some learning on their own, get some experience, and then start to bring the kids into the fold uh, at, a, at a time when you feel like it's appropriate. So again, for my wife. And, and yeah, I was going to say, what are, what, what are the ages when you say, you know, at a time that you feel is appropriate, say you and your wife, for in, in your case, you know, have a pretty good understanding what's going on. What age are kids, you know, ready to just at least wade into the waters? My younger son uh, was recently asked, when did you actually start trading options? And he looked across the table at me and he said, when did you first change my diaper? Uh, so <laughs> That's I, pretty I good. Really, I, I, yeah, it, it, uh, I didn't see that one coming. Um, but uh, it is never, ever too early to start teaching your kids the language. Uh, my kids sat around the dinner table their whole lives hearing my wife and I talk the language of business, finance, and investing. And at some point, I just hearing the words over and over, that's a great start. But at some point, they've got to get their hands in the dirt. They, they, they've got to get the experience because the words alone, it, won't translate into experience. And when that occurred to us, uh, you know, it, my kids could tell you what it meant to be incorporated when they were in eighth grade, but they had never done an incorporation. They had never participated in the management of a corporation. So even though they knew the words, they really didn't have the practical experience. That is where the whole idea of the Family Investment Club came from, is uh, it, it was a way to have the kids get their hands in the dirt. Let's talk about that first meeting. You said, you know, get the kids started young. If there's a learning curve, mom and dad, 
pick up the baton and, you know, learn some of these skills so you can help your kids out as well. Let's talk about that first meeting. What did that look like, Matt? The first meeting was getting the family together. And of course, this was more than just our, our children. This was, you know, the additional extended family. And we laid out the general concept. And there were those who loved the idea and those, you know, who said they weren't that interested. Uh, so for those who were interested, uh, the conversation continued to, okay, what does our club look like? What are the rules? Uh, what are the goals? What are the intentions? And it was a collaborative effort to get everybody to a point where we said, okay, we like what this looks like. We like where this club is headed. And everybody understands, you start out with an idea, nothing ever turns out exactly as you planned it, right? Uh, so as time went on, the, the structure evolved, the, uh, the rules evolved, and continued to do so. Uh, but at the end of the day, the very first meeting was, here's the idea Family Investment Club. Let's talk about what we want to accomplish and how are we going to get there? Uh, and and that really was the nature of the formation meeting for our club. Yeah, you, you need at least one family member, I would think, right on the onset, at least one family on the onset to say, hey, let's meet, get everybody to the, ta- to the table, have some notes, have some structure. Um, I'm sure that you probably have in a family investment club, you have maybe officers or different roles people play. You and I have talked about in the past that there's also expectations of each individual member bringing an investment idea to the table. Uh, Each member has a voting thing. So just kind of go into the nuts and bolts and, uh, you know, and and how how was it in your case? Let me start by saying that uh, my wife, was uh, during her practicing career an estate planning attorney. So uh, we started out probably a little more anally than most people. So I don't want to suggest that this is the level of detail you have to start. Right, right. And Uh, like I I said, there's a, everybody's level of understanding is different. So uh, with that being said, some people can have, you know, if they're, they can start right off the bat with, Trading options and stocks and that kind of uh, type and, and more sophisticated type of investments, whereas others, maybe they're working with a very base level of expertise and it's a kind of learn as you go situation. So that that's an important thing is in, it sounds like in your case, you know, you all had a pretty good understanding of what was already going on in the investment world. But again, I mean, just even the very basics, get it started. When we got it started, uh, when, when the, when the kids were young, of course, we funded their monthly contributions to the investment club. But when they became, you know, real people, when they actually started uh, working, and I mean, this goes back to summer jobs, uh, as long, anytime that they were generating their own income, a, a portion of that income, a minimum amount, was required that they put into the family investment club each month. And that amount could be adjusted from one year to the next, but once you made that commitment, uh, you had that commitment for the next 12 months. 
And we also have what uh, we required, what we called the rotating meeting chair. So it wasn't enough that you just show up and sit through the meeting, listen, make investment decisions or, or suggestions as you saw fit. You actually have to take a rotating turn at being the chair of the meeting. That means developing the itinerary, distributing the slides, uh, coordinating whoever has a special presentation or an investment presentation. So there are lots and lots of hats to wear in a family investment club. And we require that every member of the club wears every hat required of the club. Uh, And the benefits of that obviously extend well beyond just knowledge of investment. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we get back, we'll talk about the nuts and bolts, what goes on at meetings, the ideas that are brought to the table, the roles of all the members. But hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I've been told that's podcast gold. You'd totally be doing us a solid. So uh, thanks if if you're able to do that. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings. We'll be right back with Matt Matigan after the break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back with Matt Matigan, CEO, Blue World Asset Managers. Uh, here in Chicago, and check out his blog, blueworldam.com. And Matt always uh, shares his email with the Gaines listener, so uh, throw that out there while you're at it, Matt. Sure. It's M-M-A-T-I-G-I-A-N at blueworldam.com. And if you have any questions, hey, be sure to hit Matt up. My email is always andy.gersher at odyssey.com. That's A-N-D-Y dot G-I-E-R-S-H-E-R at odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. All right. So as we were heading into break, I mentioned that we were going to talk about the nuts and bolts 
And you, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you expect everybody to wear all hats at some point. We've talked in the past about, you know, bringing ideas to the table, um, kind of go into what a meeting looks like and how, um, you know, you've implemented some of these things we talked about. I've talked before about the Blue World Economic Index, which is uh, a, a macro view of the state of the economy uh, at any given point. So our meeting agendas always begin with a review of the Blue World Economic Index, which, again, indexes and follows over 50 economic reports each month. So we first make sure that everybody is on the same page with regard to what is the state of the economy at as of this meeting date. Uh, after we do the macro of the economy, then we go and do a review of the portfolio as it exists today. Uh, what, you know, it's, it's the portfolio review segment. And we go through all of the positions and uh, determine whether or not any adjustments need to be made to the weighting of the portfolio. Uh, from there, we go to management uh, of specific uh, positions that we may have. Uh, are we short a call that needs to be rolled? Are we short a put that needs to be uh, either exercised or allowed to expire? Uh, and a after we go through those specific things, then we go to the investment presentations, and everybody's required to show up with an investment idea, and it's make your presentation, defend your case. Is no it like a class, can... an individual, an asset class, an individual stock? Uh, I mean, what kind of, uh, maybe in your last meeting, what could, just throw a couple ideas that were thrown out there. Okay, we covered everything from stocks to bond funds to options to futures, currencies, cryptos, uh, you name it, we, we cover the gamut. And whoever has a pitch makes their pitch, and you have a minimum number of year that you're required to show up with. Uh, but after the pitches are made, then the, uh, then the group votes. And whichever positions, new positions, new ideas get the most votes, uh, that translates into the investment guidance uh, for the next day. And then those who are authorized to do the trading somebody takes it upon themselves to say, okay, in the morning, I will execute on the following. And then whoever does that is required to send a blast email to the group and say, you know, this is what we got filled on, this we missed. Uh, and during the course of the month in between meetings, anybody who has an idea, anybody who has a thought, anybody who thinks that there is some guidance to be uh, shared it can do so on the fly. So we share information with each other all day, every day during the course of the trading week. We don't limit the conversation or the sharing of information to just the meetings themselves, but the meetings do follow a very specific agenda. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, uh, you know, how often do you meet? And then that was my question, which you just answered there was my next question was, well, you know, investments are fast moving. Uh, you know, when we talk about crypto, you got stocks, 
you might be in something that you you want to unload in a week or two. So uh, how often do you uh, do you meet as a group, and how do you uh, you know you mentioned that you communicate often, and, and just talk about that. Formally, we meet monthly, and it is designated the third Thursday of every month. Uh, and you know, is there variability now and then? Of course, we might move to a Wednesday or a Tuesday or something if if somebody's schedule requires. Uh, but our official meeting is the third Thursday of each month. But again, in between meetings, we're in constant contact with each other. And a great example just happened uh, just happened this week. We had our most recent meeting, uh, the August meeting, at which point we, we had a short. Vixie put out. And the guidance from the meeting was that that put was going to be allowed. It was a September expiration. The September Vixie put was either going to be allowed to expire or allowed to assign, regardless of, of where the stock price was at the time of expiration. Well, Yesterday, there was a brief anomaly in pricing, and I happened to be the authorized trader on uh, on call, if you will. Uh, I spotted an anomaly in pricing pretty much on the open, and it was something that was just too good to pass up. So I executed a trade that was specifically against guidance from the last meeting. So I did. I executed the trade. You pulled I an audible, huh? Email. You were able, so you were able to. The group gave you the ability uh, to pull an audible on that, and that's what you did. Yes, the characterization of an audible is is very good uh, because we only allow three authorized trading members at any given time, and you have to be at least thirty years old in order to get trading authority. Uh, but we do give discretionary authority to the trading members for just circumstances like that. So we don't miss the boat on something, but I was required and did send out an email immediately to the entire club saying, I did this. I did it against guidance. Here's why. If the consensus is that this should be unwound, I'm sure I can do it at a small profit, but I'm going to need to know quickly. Uh, so again, we have rules and then we have backup rules. And that was an excellent example just a couple of days ago uh, of, of how we communicate uh, sometimes hourly if, uh, if the market is moving fast and opportunities are arising. So uh, while we do have, you know, we do have guardrails, uh, but at the end of the day, it's all about flexibility. It's all about communication. We want everybody watching for opportunities all day, every day, not just once a month. And having multiple sets of eyes looking at a variety of investments, asset classes, probably brings stuff to the table that, you know, even somebody like yourself who's super knowledgeable about all of this, you're like, wow, that's a, that was a great idea. Yeah, I, I think the most common phrase that comes out of my mouth at every monthly meeting is, wow, I never thought of that. And, and, so you're correct. Uh, now, you mentioned guardrails in, um, in a situation where you have multi-generations. It sounds like you have people outside of just your core family, cousins, aunts, uncles, others. Do you have it set up where if, 
Say one of your kids just isn't cutting it, you actually drop them from the club. Can somebody be uh, ousted off the island? Is, is that part? Have you ever had to do that? Have we had to do it? No. Are we prepared to do it? Do we have the mechanisms in place to do it? Absolutely. Yeah, what's that uh, like? For I was, example, okay. Oh, okay. Well, you know, let's face it. Let's be let's be frank here. <laughs> Every family has a black sheep somewhere, right? And <laughs> you're not kidding. It, it's ex- it, it's extremely important uh, that we make sure the integrity of the club is maintained, and that no one person is ever in a position to be able to come in uh, and and damage what we're trying to do. So. In order to become a participating member of the club, you're, you're required to start attending meetings when you're 16 years old. If you show up from the time you're 16 till the time you're 18 and you show up regularly and you participate and make a co- positive contribution, then you are eligible for voting membership. In order to become a voting member, when you are 18 years old, you require a majority vote in from the existing members at the time. Uh, So before you're ever even allowed in as a voting member, you have to prove you're serious about it, that you're committed to it, and and you believe in the game plan. So you got the training wheels on, a little trial period. Correct. And, and uh, a, a period where you have to prove your commitment, uh, you know, if you're really committed to this, if you're serious about wanting to learn this and be a part of this, then you got to show up and listen and really not have any say in what goes on. <laughs> uh, if you can do that for two years, uh, then we're more willing to believe that, yeah, okay, you're, you're committed to this idea. Now, if things go sideways with a voting member after that, we do have the mechanisms in place that would allow for the removal of a member uh, of the club. We certainly haven't had to do that up to this point, but when we set this up, again, my wife being an experienced estate planner, uh, we're thinking about this in terms of and and what happens after us. being an estate planner? They've never heard of a a situation where somebody had to be cut out because of bad behavior. No, no, thank goodness that never happened. Never happens. <laughs> yes, and one of the things we invested in is the Brooklyn. Oh, there you go. Going along with the idea that you know you never ever have a problem member in a family. So you have these investment ideas that everybody has to bring to the table, and you manage, and you have some people that are given uh, different roles. And you said that's kind of like changes as you, as you go throughout the calendar year. What other things should people consider when they're putting this together, bringing in family members, friends, kids, and so forth? I, I really do think the most important thing with regard to expanding. The- like there's nothing wrong with forming a club with only the people that live under your roof and pass it on and, and let them do as they please. Uh, if, on the other hand, you're thinking generationally and you're talking about expanding the club. And, and, and that's and that's a that's a key part that, you know, you just mentioned there. You and your wife all along have looked at this from a generational wealth standpoint. Go ahead. 
Yeah, that's correct, which means we necessarily had to account for things that weren't weren't reality at the time. For example, uh, spouses. You know, how do we deal with spouses as they enter the family? Now, when we started this, our children were young. It wasn't a, an issue then, but it is a future thing that, that needs to be considered. So we were forward-looking. Uh, again, generationally, and those are the kinds of things that I, I think people need to think about, especially when you're talking about expanding the club beyond the four walls of your home. And this certainly applies to, I, again, I, we're, we're talking about family investment club, and that concept is a little bit different than the regular investment club. But even if you're just talking about an investment club of you know, a bunch of friends in the neighborhood getting together and doing an investment club, you still need to have some guardrails there because you get a few years down the road and you're talking about some real money. I mean, and there's nothing that causes people to disagree more than money. Right. I mean, what do they say with friends and family? You know, don't talk religion, politics, but more than anything, don't lend or get involved with each other money-wise. So, uh, you know, having those guardrails have to be key because we, I mean, when you look at what's, what are the, the number one cause of divorce without question, uh, statistically, is money issues. Oh, there's no question. And here you're talking about, uh, you know, family, family is one thing, business is another thing, and, and money is... <laughs> And then you have Money, kids like bringing in other people, too. I mean, that's that's another component about this, and you were kind of touching on it, was the spouse factor that's brought in. And the mindset might be completely different than everybody else's in the family. Oh, exactly. And, I, you know, we, we have to talk about children, spouses, cousins, in-laws, uh, and e- even things like uh, adopted children. Right. I, there, right. There are 10 there are 10 million different ways that people could come into contact with the club. And whether you're doing this as a family investment club or you're doing it just for fun among friends, neighbors, basketball partners, whatever, uh, it, it really is not something that should be undertaken casually. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be utterly rigid, but at the same time, it can't be completely casual either. Do you need a lawyer? Do you, do you, do you need to get legal advice when setting this up? Or is it, uh, if you're starting a basic club, I guess if it's your own household, uh, you might not be as apt to do that, but I got to imagine do you bring in an attorney when, you start something with this, maybe people outside the family, or it gets large, or I mean, are there attorneys that do this? Absolutely, because at the end of the day, what you are talking about, uh, it's simply you're talking about assets, and you're talking about assets that are shared among an ever-increasing number of people when you're talking about a family investment. Uh, and when you're talking about again, the friends from the neighborhood, it doesn't take long before we're talking about real money. So I absolutely, I absolutely endorse and encourage 
the use of professionals to help set this up, help design the guardrails, objective third parties. Uh, I, I think you need an attorney. I think you need an accountant. And I also think that somebody needs a relationship with a professional investment advisor uh, in, in order to have a sounding board. But uh, I, I absolutely think you use attorneys. Now, you can go and sketch out the general terms, but then I do think you take those to an attorney and say, okay, make this a document that, that people have to live by. And this goes back to that, you know, there's various levels of sophistication involved here. If you're just doing, you know, family of four, husband, wife, kids, you might start off real basic there. But as you expand or pull in other people, then definitely maybe get that outside help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you don't you don't have to start that way. Like you said, if you're starting small, uh, I, I think you should, no matter how small you're starting, if you're talking about doing this with friends and uh, neighbors and, and people outside the family, yeah, then I think you should bring in that professional help right away. If you're starting something just with and for the kids, uh, I don't think you have to be that formal when the kids are little, but when they turn 18, they have rights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's an rights. important thing. And and their uh, idea on how their money might be spent or managed may differ all of a sudden a lot from, from what uh, it, it has in the past or from their parents. Well, what 18-year-old doesn't look at a an investment portfolio or six figures of which they have a 25% ownership and doesn't say, yeah, I think I'd like my money now. Yeah. I, I you know, I wouldn't yeah, mind I mean, taking a trip and buying a car and, and we'll worry about getting the money, more money later. Right. So those things really do need to be accounted for. They really need to be thought about ahead of time. And, and again, I don't want to give the impression that this is, uh, you know, difficult or overwhelming or, uh, in any way onerous, but it, it's just part of responsible investing and responsible asset management. Uh, you know, as we're wrapping up the conversation today, what do people need to know, Matt, uh, before, you know, getting started here? What maybe haven't we discussed that they should uh, also consider? And just get started now. Get, get a day on the calendar. Get people together and, uh, you know, get started because, again, Investment clubs are dollar cost averaging. It they're, they're they have a long they take the long plan the long view most of the time as far as investing and uh, with markets a little bit on the downside right now. I mean, what a great opportunity to get in, especially when you're dollar cost averaging and you have a long time horizon. But uh, you know, wrap up the conversation uh, for us today, Matt. Well, if you just follow the guidelines that we've laid out during this conversation, and I certainly recommend people go back and listen to the prior uh, couple of conversations that we've done here on the Gaines podcast about family investment clubs, you've got a pretty darn good roadmap to get started. But if you want help, if you want direction, if you want uh, more direct participation, from people who have done it, then by all means, reach out to us. Uh, Matt always gives out that email. If you have a question, maybe reach out to Matt. Give that real quick, Matt, your email again. mmategan at blueworldam.com. M-M-A-T-I-G-I-A-N 
at blueworldam.com. All right, that's going to wrap up today's Gaines podcast. Get that family investment club started now, especially as markets are a lot lower than they were before. Again, big thanks to Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers in Chicago. He gave you the email. His blog is blueworldam.com. And as always, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option for you. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We are back next Wednesday morning, and I will see you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.